Two guys, it's the Connection Podcast. Welcome everybody to this episode of the Connection Podcast. Where in just under an hour we're going to dive into the Bible and come full circle with God and his word. word. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me, got a little something in my throat there. Another special episode. We I feel like we're in a new season of this of, of this podcast, dude, where it's like more people are just it's more of like a roundtable discussion with people. Mm-hmm. So Matt is in the room again. He's just he's gonna Introduce yourself, bro. He's just gonna be part of the podcast from now on. Uh, my name is Matt, for those uh, of you that don't know me. <laughs> and next on the couch across from us. Hi guys, this is Melissa. First time. Yeah, first time. All right. And then another. Hey, you guys, it's Lillian. Y'all know who that is. <laughs> so, um, on, so today we're going to just kind of do uh, more of a discussion amongst ourselves. And you guys can all, obviously you're listening in, but um, really just like a, a discussion about where we are all at spiritually and What's been going on? Because a lot has been changing. God has been moving very, very fast on our lives, uh, faster than a lot of us have probably expected. But um, so we don't really have a, um, a a theme for this episode or a um, major verse of scripture. I I I saw some that we'll probably use, but this is it's just gonna it's just gonna be a fluid discussion. So let's just open this up, right? So. I'll start by just kind of discussing what I've been going through spiritually and stuff. So, I mean, gosh, it's been almost a year now that we've been at Hillsong, mm-hmm. right? And we, I'm talking about Easy and I, that we were, we had just started going to Hillsong last December and, you know, now it's almost a year and we, we got plugged in basically right away when yeah. we started going. And we've talked about this a lot before, but, you know, we just got plugged in and started serving. And it was great when we first started because we came off of a place where we weren't really doing that. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost like in a way that serving was filling us up. But now it's, it's, it's at the point where we've kind of go, gone into these leadership positions where you're having to do a lot more and we're having to essentially pour out into people a lot more. So it's, it's changed, not in a bad way, but in a very good way. But it's also requiring a lot more of us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, recently, gosh, until personally speaking for me, it was, you know, um, gosh, like a like just a month straight of just feeling drained and feeling very depleted and, and just not, you know, not spiritually there. I mean, honestly, it's kind of, it was just like, I've have to force myself to feel energized on Sunday mornings, And I, I have to like force myself to, you know, talk to myself and be like, you know, why my soul are you, are you downcast kind of thing? Kind of what we talked about and I'm on, I'm in a funk, but just having to go through that and then Lily and I went to transformation conference and really got filled up there a lot. Like it was just an outpouring into us and, and now I feel very full again. I feel very full. And then you and I easy, you're getting ready to go back to, uh, I'm getting ready to go back. You're getting ready to go for the first time to elevation church in October in a couple of weeks yeah. to go to inside elevation. And I, <laughs> we've talked about this a little bit already, but like, I know your life's going to change there. So let this podcast be the, the, the marker to where I'm saying that the spirit's going to work in you and your life's going to change. Cause I know it is. And cause it did that for me. Like when I went last year, that's when my life got turned around and that, just uh, like, is that a prophecy? Probably <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> go back and listen to it later on. <laughs> it's just cause we already had one fulfillment of that prophecy of the, you prophesying. I know. Right. <laughs> With you. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, you know, I just, I know there's just something crazy and, and, fulfilling that happens when you go to these things these conferences where there's just so many the spirit is very strong in those places and when you're when you're there and you're just you're just there to receive a lot happens Mm -hmm. so get ready (laughs) so i'm so personally i'm in a spot where i I feel good now i feel very full and i it's it's come at a time where i've had to switch what i've been doing in order to get filled up so before, I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm just kind of, you know, setting the pace for, for the rest of you guys to kind of talk about these things. But um, it's kind of come at a point where before I would really get filled up by God through prayer, through, through really speaking to him and, and feeling him talk back to me and all these kinds of things and spending that time with him alone, right? Which we still all need, but that's where I received it. And now it's changed to where it's been in the word. 
Like I, and just, and this is just the past couple of days where I have just been getting filled up and energized through his word of him speaking to me through that way. And other times it's been through worship. Okay. And those are three areas that, you know, I think each of us should spend time in each single day. And we, I've talked to some of you about this a little bit, but it's like, you know, worship, the word and prayer. Those are three areas that you will get filled up. And I think it, a lot of times it should be alone. It doesn't have to be. You can get filled up at church in a corporate worship setting, but there's just something I think special that happens when you're with God by yourself. Yeah. You know, you're like Jesus up on the mountaintop praying by himself after, after you've been around so many people, like, like we are every single Sunday, that you need that time to go up to the mountain and be by yourself with God and pray, read the word, and worship in whatever way, right? So that's, my, that's where I'm at. That's my personal kind of testimony. I'm going to open up for you guys. Matt, Melissa, Lillian, Wait. easy. Melissa, you look, you look like you got something to say. To <laughs> um, I guess for me personally, it's been something that has recently changed over the last month, actually. Um, I was in a place where I was doing a lot of alone time with mm-hmm. God. Um, and it had been months since... I had started to just, okay, every day I'm going to wake up, I'm going to pray, worship. But I wasn't really doing anything with what I was receiving. Mm. And mm. about a month ago, um, Matt actually, he, um, he spoke to me about this. And I remember exactly what he said. He was like, it's like you're this cup of water or this cup. And God is just pouring living water into you, but you don't have other cups to pour into. And so that water is just, it's, wa- it's wasting in a sense, um, because it gets to a point where you're so full of the spirit, but what, what then and what now? Mm. And so uh, that really convicted me just because it really did feel like no matter how much time alone I spent with God, there was something else that I, that I was missing. And so that's when I decided that I was going to come back to Hillsong and I started serving. And just the way that even small things you notice impact people with just a hug or a greeting or it's so much, there is so much more to Jesus than intimacy. And again, of course, intimacy is extremely important. But I have found Jesus more in the past month and a half than I have in the last two years. And that's because Jesus is with the marginalized, with the unlikely, and just in serving in general. So I think right now I'm just in a, like a, in a really good place because I'm doing something different and it's refreshing. And keep in mind too, so that's a really good example that it's kind of the opposite of me. Yeah. So whoever's listening, like just listen in and, and if you identify with one person more than the other, that's perfect. Like just identify where you're at yep. and what you need mm. in that moment. Okay? Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> well, I can relate with Melissa because I remember whenever I first came here, I was kind of in the same boat. Um, because I was in Texas kind of alone by myself and I feel, I felt very similar to that, but I will have to say I'm where, I'm where Noah is right now, just because, um, we've been pouring out so much and, um, just literally every day, it's almost like God puts these people in our life. Like, it's like, we'll be like, Hey babe, you want to, do you want to do something together tonight? And then we'll get a phone call and they'll be like, hey, we really need you guys to come hang out with us. Or, hey, can we come over and uh, talk to you for tonight or whatever it may be? And it's like, oh, okay. okay." And it's like trying to balance between um, spending that alone time with God, with each other, and also with other people. Um, But like he said, we went to Transformation Conference and got poured into. And that Sunday after we got back, we were just so full and we could see all of our friends around us just drained. And it just kind of made us sad because it's like, you know, we are doing so much and pouring out so much and we're not getting poured into. And it's almost like 
how can we pour out of an empty cup? So, um, we, I mean, I felt so good last Sunday, but this Sunday I was, I felt just like everybody else. Like Noah, you st- you're still going because you've had the, those couple of days where you were alone with God and stuff. And I chose to go spend time with like all my friends, which is amazing. And I love them all, but it's just, you're absolutely right. That alone in time, the in- intimacy with God is so important. Easy took um, took some rest time today. How did that work with you? It was good. It was really, really great. Um, pretty much today, I was I was told by Casey and Sheena. They texted me and they said, "Hey, we I got it, bro. I got it." <laughs> they told Casey. Uh, Casey and Sheena told me they were like, "You know, we have we've noticed that you've been going 110 miles per hour and." You know, basically telling me, just take the Sunday off. Like, if you want to come to church, you can come. If you don't want to come to church, you don't have to. But it's really up to you. But we just want to make sure that you do not show up at 9 a.m. at 8 a.m. to serve. And I was like. <laughs> taking it back, like what? I mean, I was, I was taking it back, but I was so thankful that there are leaders in our life like them. that. Notice that. I mean, let's be completely real. The corporate world, that's not how it works. The better you do, the more they're going to expect out of you and ask you. The least you do, they're not going to really want to care about you. Mm. But for a leader in a church to notice the more that you're doing, okay, why don't you take a Sunday off now and just don't do anything? Just relax. Because they know that serving at a church is so much more mentally draining and emotionally draining and physically draining than just like working at, at, at work. Because at work, it's just like a mental tiredness or a physical tiredness, but then there's no emotional tiredness, you know? And, and that's not saying everybody's job because, you know, some people really are passionate of what they do. But for me, it's like I go to work and the most I deal with is just like a headache after work and just like tired. But after church is when I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm f- my legs hurt from from walking and um, going around all over the place. And then my like spirit is just like not empty, but it's just running low. And because I was just, you know, you know, praying for somebody or just like really trying to build up leadership within, you know, my team that I lead and. And then we have connect group that we have to worry about. And it's just like, oh, it just adds up and adds up and adds up. And then on top of that, we're doing night services now. And it's like, ooh. Now I'm like mentally tired because by the time I go home, I'm pooped. Like, I just don't want to do anything. And where I'm at in my season right now, where I am at in my season right now is I'm in this state where kind of like Noah. When we first started this pod, like before we did this podcast, before we did anything this year, we did a fast together and basically to, you know, say to God, okay, you've given us a year, another year. We're going to give back 21 days to you to start off our year this way and just to see what happens, Lord. And I got to say, it was the best thing we've ever done because the friends that we've built, the positions that God has put us in. I mean, we did not ask for these leadership roles. We did not ask to start a connect group. We did not ask to be leads of certain teams. Like literally people just have come up to us and asked us or told us that we're going to be doing something. And we're like, yes, Lord. Okay. We're doing it. And, um, you know, it just goes to show that when you give to God first in that and that have that kingdom perspective of like, okay, first is you, God, then everything else. And then God ends up putting you first before others or ends up lifting you up without even you having to really do much. And where I'm at now, it's like, I just, I'm in this place where when we first did that fast, you were always praying and hearing God. And I would never, I would pray, but I would never hear anything. It was by what I was doing that God would show me something. And now I'm trying to do and God is not and God is not showing me anything. Right. And 
I'm like, okay, maybe I should start praying. And then I'm trying to pray. And like prayer has always been hard for me. It just really has. Like I, I've always said I can't pray and I can't do a good job at it. Um, but then one day I just found my prayer by singing while I'm praying mm. and it just hit in a whole nother way. And that's when I started praying for Matt like twice. Um, and I just came to tears with it because I was like, why am I feeling like this? Like, why do I, why am I crying? I'm not a crier. Like, I just don't cry. And then here I am praying for my homeboy and it's like, I'm crying. My, <laughs> I got these tears. And then today I'm in the middle of praying and I'm just like these past two months, I have just been praying for our community that we were building. Like, n- <laughs> we have just been praying for my community that I that we have been building, that God has been building, and just for every single one of them. And today, I was praying for Tara and Oski during the service, and I had tears in my eyes, but I felt this like weird feeling, and then. All of a sudden, I turn around and Oscar's turned like behind because he came in a little late. But he is like, he's just broken. He's got tears. His his eyes are puffed up, and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, why is he? He doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like he was in prayer. Um, and is like, it's like a worshiping cry. It looked like it was a hurt cry, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, what's going? What's going on with Oski? That's like that's my bro. So I go over and just you know ask him like, "How you doing?" He says he's good. And then him and Tara kind of walked off and I guess had a little chat. But just I don't know. I've just been so in tune with my emotions recently, and it's kind of not like like yeah. But one thing I've also noticed that I've been doing is like during worship, I just kind of stand around and just like look. Like I just look. <laughs> Mainly at our, our at our group of friends where we stand. Looking <laughs> Mainly at where our group of friends stand, but also the people that are like in praise and worship. I just I'm just yeah. looking at them. And I don't know, like there's this and then it leads into I know I'm talking a lot too, but like I said, this was for us to just talk about. So I'm sorry, Matt. I'll get we'll get to no, you. Bro, you're fine, bro. And I'm, like I honestly kinda don't want to talk, but you good, go. <laughs> And then now where I'm at, bro, you got a lot to say, especially with Hillsong College, bro. You were telling me a little bit yesterday. But today, uh, you know, where I'm at now, um, I had a conversation with my mom. And every time I have these conversations, they kind of scare me Mm -mm. because I don't know what's to come up next. (laughs) And she, uh, we were sitting there, we were watching. I mean, this is just our family. You guys can do this, too. It's really great. We just sat and watched YouTube videos of praise and worship songs. Like mm-hmm. her and I just sat there for like a good hour and just watched worship songs and just talked and all that kind of stuff. And um, I See a Victory was on by Elevation Worship. And I was like, oh, mom, that's where I'm going for this, you know, in October. She was like, oh. And then she looks at me and she says, you know, God can use these moments to change the trajectory of your life. And I was like, I know. But what do you mean by that for me? And she was like, well. You know, you never know. Like, God can just do something. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, but you don't just say that, Mom. Like, especially when we're just having this conversation, because we weren't trying to get spiritual. We're just talking and listening to worship music. And she was just like, I don't know, son. Just, you know, you, you have a calling over your life, but you just are kind of in a place where you're waiting for God to do something. And he wants you to do, he wants, he wants you to wait for him, but he also wants you to act. And, you know, going to inside elevation i'm just i'm scared i really am just because of what am i going to experience who is who am i going to speak to or who's going to speak to me and i told my mom too i was like i'm not that type of a person where people come up and give me prophecy like it's happened when i was a kid but like i don't remember that stuff and like it's never happened in like my adult life like Mm -hmm. adolescent life and i was just like that's not gonna happen to me like that stuff doesn't happen to me like god told me once I think that's it. And my mom's like, no, you you have no idea, Easy. Like, things can change. And mm-hmm. God can say something or use someone to give you a new idea or a new thought. And yeah. it's true because, you know. But where I'm at now, it's just in this weird spot of, like, emotional and, like, thankful. That's good. Like, really, really yeah. grateful yeah. for the job that God has provided me with, the community, the church, 
and just the ability to go and be a part of it. So, oh, and the podcast too. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Matt. Oh, shoot, bro. I'm going to, I'm going to knock my lamp over. Um, I think like with the grateful thing, I'm, I'm there with you. Uh, I've developed a, a grateful, uh, attitude if you want to say towards God I'm not saying that I didn't before but so back then like you know before I started Hillsong College like um I was going through a rough time of a lot of like anxiety and like I wouldn't I want to say depression but sometimes it would like come up there was a lot of anxiety and worry and stuff and I just couldn't it was something I couldn't control and um and I was also very emotional too um but now like it's the weirdest thing like i was telling some of y'all that like ever since i started hillsong college like um i just feel at peace i feel in control of my being of my emotions yeah and like it's a weird place because it's a new norm now for me and it wasn't a norm so like now i feel like sometimes i'm like am i careless like Am I like an emotionless, like <laughs> careless dude that doesn't care about people or about anything? But it's not that. I'm starting to realize it's just like I'm at peace. And sometimes I, I guess I'm like walking in, at the pace of grace. Like sometimes Jesus would look that way too, you know, when people would be like, you know, like I can only imagine the crowds like crying out to Jesus. And like Jesus has a mission, you know, he had a mission all the time where he was walking. And, like, sometimes, like, he wasn't out there crying with people, yeah. but he would heal them and, like, speak, like, in, yeah. in, in an authoritative way, in a peaceful, mm. graceful yeah. way, obviously. And that's how I feel like I am right now. Like, I'm not over here, like, necessarily crying with people. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not like that no more. I'm more at peace. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think, I think the reason being is because, like, I'm, I feel like I'm really in doing what i'm called to do so like it's the weirdest thing because like now like i'm not as financially stable as i was when i had those anxiety attacks (laughs) i honestly don't even know how i'm gonna pay for my for my uh you know next semester for hillsong college but it's the craziest thing because like i just know god got me and like Mm -hmm. back then me would have been straight panicking right now but i'm not i'm just at peace (laughs) cruise control (laughs) <laughs> and sometimes it feels I'm telling you yo it's, it feels so weird because like sometimes I'm like God am I just being like irresponsible like am I not yeah. like should I be out there like stressing trying to figure things out but every time I think that way I always feel especially at chapel when we have chapels at church or at not at church at our Hillsong College um, I'm just there and I, I start crying like I just feel God's like during worship I just feel God's presence in such a mm. different way yeah. Um, just because like sometimes the, the thought creeps in like, oh, how are you going to pay for next semester? And each time I always feel God saying like, I got you just rest mm. in me. Mm. And that's why rest looks different in every season. Cause like, yeah. like, I feel like, I don't know, a, a passage that just keeps coming up right now to mind is when Jesus was in the middle of the storm resting. And I feel like I'm in that storm in a sense, but I'm not because I'm resting. Mm. Like I am, I'm in the middle of it financially and all that, but I'm resting. I'm chilling. He, he wasn't just. He wasn't just resting; he was sleeping. He was sleeping, yeah, like, like knocked out REM cycle, like REM cycle, just like yeah. Just. And then the disciples were like, "God, are you gonna do? Jesus, are you gonna do anything?" Like they probably in their mind were like, "You, you, like, dude, like, don't you care?" And sometimes it's, when we're resting, it seems like we're being careless, yeah. but yeah. we're not. Get that mic in front of you, Melissa. You're gonna talk. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but what you said kind of reminded me that story of is it. It's, I think it's Paul when he's in between these two guards. Yeah. And yep. um, you would think that because he was the one that was facing the trial and he was the one that was about to be killed. Um, and because he knew of other people that had been killed, he would have been the one who would have been like, OK, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't. He was sleeping. <laughs> and people at church, you know, who knew about him and knew about his circumstance, they were the ones that were interceding for him. They were the ones that were praying yep. for him. Yep. But the one person that should have actually maybe, at least in our human perspective, worried a yeah. little more per se or been more concerned about it, he was resting. Yeah. 
And that's because his resting place was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we know the story now because we we can read it in the in the Bible and we know how it ends. But he didn't. He didn't yeah. know that he wasn't going to be murdered, that he wasn't going to be killed. And yet he still rested in between those two guards. So he was in the midst of this and he found rest in Jesus. And then what happens is even more victorious because we see how God actually honored the fact that he was resting in him and he came through for him and he saved him and so i just sorry i just your story reminded me of that (laughs) so yeah that's what i wanted to say (laughs) (laughs) dang bro and she was and just really quickly she was the one i was trying to get her on the podcast today and be like just come and sit in and she's like no i don't think i want to like, I don't want to say anything. I don't think I have anything good to say. I'm like, girl, come on. Bro, all these people that keep saying these things like, oh, no, I don't have much. Like, freaking Martine. Yeah. Oh like, my God. like I don't have much to say. And then they just drop the, the wisdom on us. And we're just like, whoa. Where you at, boy? Go ahead, Lillian. Melissa is wisdom. Just just saying. And that. so are you. <laughs> so are you, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess there was actually... <laughs> Honestly, I there was something that Matt said in one of the um and no, uh not podcast. Connect, connect, connect. Yeah, sorry, my mind just went blank. And it's so funny because over the last week or so, I was sharing it with my sister and I was telling her, "Yo, like, I don't know where I heard what preacher I heard that like <laughs> said this, but it he was talking about what to do in those moments when we're going through like a spiritual drought." Um just because sometimes we think that if we fast three days or a week or a certain amount of time, we're going to hear the voice of God if we do that same thing again. So I just wanted you to say again what you said on that connect group. I don't even remember what I had for lunch. So, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, dang. I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. Drawing a blank. It, 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 it's just, I guess we're, we can't, but. This is kind of a little off. Well, no, it's not off topic, I guess. I just, we're preachers, bro. We can relate things together. Anyways. We'll talk (laughs) talk together. Uh, Yeah, we'll talk together. So (laughs) I guess what she she was referring to was like um, not putting God in a system and like thinking that God will work the same way all the time. I mean, he can if he wanted to, but he wants us to seek him in in different ways. So like, I mean, with Noah, he was saying like some seasons, like he reads more, some seasons he... He prays more. Like, obviously, he does all those three, but some seasons, something hits him more than others. And it's just like, because he's a God that wants us to be engaging. So it's like, he wants us to, like, it's kind of like he's playing, like, hide and seek. Obviously, he's yeah. not, but he's hiding somewhere, whether it's the worship, whether it's the prayer, whether, and he wants us to go find him. And if we can't find him there, be like, oh, God, like, where are you? That's engaging. You know, like, it's like if you lose your child, you're not going to be like, oh, whatever, I can't find them. You're going to be engaged to go find your child, you know? And that's what God, like, he tries to draw us near to him like that. Preacher Matt. (sighs) You just tied this in so well with what I, so. Say it, bro. I'm going to give everyone some Bible because, well, I I literally flipped open to this earlier and I was like, I was, it just hit me. So there's a verse and you made me think of something else too. So. First of all, right, about not just expecting God to work in the same way every single time, because God doesn't. He switches what he does, and he, he wants you, because it, it, he, that would just reveal one side of him. Yeah. We were kind of talking earlier before we got this podcast started about you know the, the Gospels and how Matthew is the book of authority of Jesus. Uh, Mark is the action-oriented Jesus. Luke is the, uh, the de- de- detail-oriented like, account of Jesus. And John is like the truth and the grace of Jesus, right? Yeah. And in the same way, it's like God wants us to go through different things and experience him in different ways because then we, we see more of who he is and more of his character. And that allows us to have a better character in, our, in ourselves to develop more fully like him, yeah. right? But so in Isaiah 43, 18, it says, but forget all that. Dang. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do, yeah. right? For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I think that's where we get caught up is because we're like, God, we want to see you do something. God's like, I'm already moving. Yeah. I'm already doing this. Like I'm moving in the spirit in a new way. I'm starting this movement and in, in, in wherever you are. Yeah. And then I'm going to jump over here to first Kings. Cause this is what I flipped to earlier. And I think this is a question that for everyone listening is that um, in first Kings chapter 19, it says, and the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? 
Like, what are you doing here? Like, even for us at church, like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Why are you in this place? Right? And then later on, jumping down to verse 15, it says, Lord said to him, go back the way you came. So I think there's a point in relating these two things together. What you're saying, man, is like, sometimes you have to, and Stephen Furrick just talked about this this morning, like, to progress forward, you have to go backwards. Yes. Yeah. To progress forward into what God wants to do next, and to getting that new energy from the Spirit, to get that, you know, that that uh, that filling up, you have to go back to certain things that you used to do, but forget how God did it from back then. Mm-hmm. Do the same thing, but ex- don't expect God to do it to do it in the same way. Expect the expect the filling up, but don't expect Him to do it in the same way through worship that you might have gotten it, you know, a few months ago. Like, I gosh, dude, I remember when we were first doing stuff with Afterglow, and I was uh, like all these songs that were just like hit me hard. I don't get that as much now. Like when certain songs are released, I'll get that. But most of the time now it's either through prayer or like reading the word. Like I said before, especially reading the word right now. So when we get in these moments, when we get in these places of spiritual uh, depravity, 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 whatever, spiritual deprivation, right? We're not filled up. Like go back. Like what he says, go back the way you came. Like, how did you get to where you were when you felt filled up? Now go back, which means you have to go through the way you just came and expect something different. And that's hard to do because it's like, we want to do that three-day fast because it worked the first time. I want to do that 21-day fast because it worked that first time. And God's like, I'm not speaking in that same way. I've moved past that. Forget that. Don't forget what I did, but forget how I did it for you. I'm going, to, I'm going to fill you up. I'm going to reveal things to you. I'm going to speak into your life. I'm going to heal that place of your life. But I'm not going to do it the same way. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to realize too, and especially with us, all of us in this room as we serve, is that we have to start doing less and let God do more. Yeah. Like, and we have to take breaks. We have to sit back and say, God, I need you. I need alone time with you. I need you to fill me up again in a different way. And God's like, well, get in my word. Well, God, I never read your word. Well. How do you expect me to fill up if you're not going to do the thing I told you to do? Yeah. That kind of thing. Does that make sense? That's really good. I don't know. Less is more. Like, what, what, is that a commercial for something? Is that yeah, a Charmin? That's a, Charmin. bro, that's less a, that's a, more. that is a whole architectural, like, style. Bro, that's modernism, a, like, less is more. Kind less of is thing. more, bro. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, for real, because you, you, on Sundays, you might, like, be doing a whole bunch of things. But, like, when you spend that alone time with God, you might see it as less in a sense of, like, you're not doing as much. But in reality, that's more because you, but that's what, that's what I processed when you were speaking. So that's good. Yeah. That's really good. No, absolutely. Um, do you have something to say? Hey, let no girl. I've talked too much. Hey, dude. I was just going to say, um. Moving the table. <laughs> it's all good. Going back to like, um, serving and stuff and how if we just continue just to keep pouring out when we have nothing, um. I was actually talking with one of the guys who always serves with us and is just an amazing person. And I hadn't seen him in a while, so I was, I was like, hey, it's so good to see you. Where you been? And he's just like, you know, I was sick, and also I, I'm just tired. And actually, when Noah and I were coming back from Tulsa, we were actually talking about how even though we're doing a good thing, after a while, we're going to get burnout out to where we just quit. Right. You're not going to want to do it anymore. So instead of getting to that point, we just need to just, you know, take that time. And like you said, do less. So um, I, I think that's super important just to do mm-hmm. less so that God can do more. Because, I mean, who's to say when we start to stop taking this as our, you know, like if we don't do it, who's going to do it? Instead, yeah. of, instead of taking that and mindset that, yeah. with us, just being like, all right, God, like I need this time with you. So I know that you're going to provide more people more equipped and you're going to equip them to do the job that I'm doing um, so that we can take a Sunday off or mm-hmm. we, so that we can be filled up to be more, I guess, because how is he going to use us if our hearts are not like open to him? Right. So, well, in the same way too, like when you, when we start to say things like, well, God, who's going to do this? You're saying, yeah. God, I don't trust you to do yeah. this. And God's like, I'll take care of it. Like there'll yeah. be people there. I will bring more people to you. Amen. Yeah. Um, I was just going to go fix off of what you were saying, um, wait. Like, yeah, just bring the mic closer to you. There oh, you go. like this? <laughs> oh, this mic is adjustment. the mic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the pop filter. 
Um, sorry guys, I've never done a podcast before. No, you're good. Anyways, um, I was just saying, gonna go based off of what you were saying, how um, I don't know why sometimes we're so unfair with God. Mm-hmm. Like we we know that let's say for example at work if we want to keep growing we have to keep doing different things y'all that go to the gym you know if you want to keep building muscle you're going to have to change up your routine and change up the way you eat and and um just in life in general as the world and technology advances we know that as that happens we have to keep moving forward i don't know why sometimes when it comes down to god we are so unfair with him it's like why is it that he has to be the exception to consistency to constants to um that conviction that is in our hearts to advance in life and in school and in our jobs why is it that sometimes we don't have that same sense of conviction when it comes down to our spirituality which is equally if not more important than every other aspect in our life and so I guess, I guess, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I guess what I'm trying to say is let God not be the exception of the hard work that you put in. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? No, I'm, I'm waiting for you. Um, no, that, that was, that was pretty much it. I don't. Cause when I forgot it was one of you between you two, um, you guys had mentioned something. It was you, you had mentioned something that we expect God to work the same way mm. that he did before. In that fast, and then you say, "Why do we put God as the only exception for those situations?" Yeah. I think we forget sometimes when we hear that saying, "God is the same yesterday, today, and forever," that we truly think He's the same. Mm. And it's like he, he is the same. God is the same, but people don't realize that God's old ideas, new ideas, and future ideas are all the same. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying, yeah. like. The new is God still the same because mm. everything under the sun, God already knows. Yeah. So it's like not new to him, but to us, it's always going to be new. Right. But it reminds me, best way I could describe it is you ever seen Narnia? Yeah. The first yeah. and second one? Yeah. Okay. Great movies. Great movies. The, the first one, how is it that? Peter and all his siblings go to war and to fight the the wicked witch or whatever it is. They go to war, right? Without the lion. Forgot his name. Aslan. Aslan. They go to war without the lion. I was going to say Mufasa. It's Narnia. That's Lion King. No. So Narnia, they go to war against the witch um, and her armies and everything. And they go to war against her without Aslan. And they think, okay. We'll just do this and we'll see what happens. They acted in faith, right? They acted in faith saying, okay, we're going to go ahead, fight, and if we lose, we lose. If we win, we win. But they didn't know what was going to happen. So then Aslan comes out of nowhere and saves the day and gives them that extra push that they need, right? But in the second movie, they do the same thing. Peter is like, we're going to go to war. Without Aslan. It's Pita. Pita. <laughs> but they're they're gonna they're gonna go they're gonna It's Pita. I'm sorry. That's all good. It's all funny. Everyone take their laughs. We're just having a good time on this one. But you know, they go to war and Peter's like, We're gonna go and fight and Aslan is gonna come back in and save us like he did last time. <laughs> But that was not the case because in that second movie, it did not end the same exact way as the first movie did. And I remember my dad, I remember walking out of that with my dad. He was like, oh, yeah, there's, you know, some Christian context behind that because God will never work the same way he did previously moving forward in the future. So for Pita to think that that Aslan is going to step in at the very last minute. You know, that doesn't work all the time. So it was just, that was what was coming up in my head. Matt, what you got? That's good. I got two things to say about this. Um, Hopefully I don't take long. But first thing is, yeah, we can't expect God to work in the same way. And I think a perfect example of that is Israel. Like they're always 
are a perfect example. <laughs> always a this. good example. Like I, I, honestly, because yeah. like they would always think like that's why they didn't think Jesus was the Messiah because he didn't mm -hmm. come the same way David or other kings of yeah. Israel would mm -hmm. come. And they were expecting a, 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 a tyrant warrior who was going to come and crush everybody else. But Jesus came a different way. And he came for a greater purpose than the way they thought he was going to come for. Start off that. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I know. But he was, you know. But, uh, but that's just the point. I, I just that was no, yeah, adding right. to that point. Um, but I have a well, Do you guys think like maybe like. Because we, we always like to pray, God, like, God, use us. God, we want to be at a certain place. Like, yeah, we always say right now we're not where we want to be. Like, I want to be a preacher someday or do this and do a church and stuff. But when we get, when they tell us to do a little more on Sundays, we were all like, okay, like, now I'm starting to feel tired. But it's like, God, that's God, like, we're being stretched. We're growing in capacity. And maybe that's why we feel tired because it's kind of like, yo, like, when you grow, you're being stretched and when you're being stretched it hurts so it's like maybe that's why we feel a little like growing pains you know so like and sometimes we complain about it i know i complain about it but it's like really god's like yo like yeah you want to grow you want to be where i'm taking you like you're gonna have to like get you know suffer a little um and yeah so i think my growing pains they're just capacity growth because like i've been there like where where i i didn't come to church for like two months <laughs> and i was working i was working with casey and stuff and he even like jokes about it sometimes too but um i came back and everything like i'm all good oh, now but yeah i was doing venue running the venue team with him um oh. but but i was going through a tough time and i was being stretched and there was a lot of responsibilities and at that time i was a runner <laughs> so i would run <laughs> and like i kind of got it got overwhelming so i just ran from my everything run i ran um hello but uh yeah no it just grew me now like i could take on more so like uh sorry i know we're like <laughs> cutting it short on time no but, you're good you're good keep going um, that's so important because as our as we grow in our walk with christ our spirituality also grows. Yes. And so he is going to want to project that to the lives of the people that we encounter. And the only way that we're going to be able, the only way that we're going to be able to keep projecting that is if we allow ourselves, like Matt said, to be stretched. Yeah. And sometimes in order to be stretched, we do have to go through a little bit of a, what is it? Drought? 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 Drought, drought. yeah. Um, so that we can find new ways of encountering Jesus, yep. because not everyone that we meet in ministry is going to um, be receptive to the same methods or the same right. type of um, right. uh, what's that like? Tech well, not techniques, but um, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The same yeah. type of approach, I guess. And so we have to be able to have enough wisdom and enough experience to shed light on whatever type of season or circumstance they are specifically going through because that is what God is going to use. So if we find God always in the same thing, we're not going to be able to reach the people that he wants us to reach. Yeah. Amen. I guess the hardest thing with me is to not be so hard on myself about it. Right. So yeah. because I'm feeling low energy or because I'm feeling, I guess, not as close to God because I'm so empty, I guess my biggest thing is like to not feel so hard on myself about it yeah and i feel like that's i don't feel like i'm alone with that because i feel like we just try to keep smiling and just try to keep going through the day um like we were and think well i used to be this way i used to be yeah. so like joyful when i'd come to church and i used to like talk to so many people and be so full of love and stuff and today i don't feel that way and um i want to feel that way and then to just feel like hard on yourself for it so i guess that's a really big thing for like people that are going through it is just to know that um like it's okay to feel that way and you're gonna feel that way and to just um be okay with it yeah. and yeah. i think that's where growth comes too is just yes. to like say this happens absolutely so. yes. absolutely so i think from all of this you know i kind of mentioned this earlier but let's kind of wrap things up you know when you're when you're going through these things and you're feeling depleted and you're like god how do i feel more of you because it, it is true that when we get spiritually low we don't feel god as much and we get discouraged and then we get away from church we start doing these things and we don't want to be there because we're like well i'm not good enough anymore 
You know, I lost that. And God's saying, no, 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 no. You need to get back with me first. Because again, when Jesus feeds the 5,000 people in the Bible, what does he do immediately, immediately afterwards is that he goes up to the mountainside by himself to pray. And so I want to encourage anybody who's listening is that when you're feeling depleted, and it doesn't have to be spiritually, it can be, but if you're feeling depleted in, in one way or another, um, but especially spiritually, like get that time to go back to God, go, go up to the mountainside and just be alone with him. And try different ways, right? There, there's the three, the three different ways that I think we should all incorporate um, into our lives daily is prayer, worship, and the word, right? Being, being in conversation with God, praising his name, and then just talking to him. Like, or, or sorry, what did I say? <laughs> being in conversation with him, that's prayer. Yeah. Worshiping him and praising his name and thanking him for what he's done is, is worship. And then and hearing his voice and understanding who he is in the word. Right. Yeah. And and do ten minutes of each each day, like on your way to work. Turn on some worship music. First thing in first thing in the morning or or late at night when you get home from work. Open your word. Get the get the Bible open. Right. And then yeah. I, I like and consistently throughout the day. Just if you don't if you don't have ten minutes, some people may not have ten whole minutes to set aside to do these things. But like constantly pray. The Bible says you know and ever like consistently be praying and everything you do. Just be praying. Oh, like always be praying. So just with your eyes open, you don't have to sit down on the edge of your bed every single night and just, you know, keep praying these things, but like pray consistently, just get, Amen. get in relationship with Amen. God. Again, go, like go back and listen to our message about get connected. Like yeah. that's, that is such a key go thing to, to go back to, right? Go back <laughs> yeah. the way you came and try it again. Matt, you got something for us. Yeah, real quick. Uh, that was great. And just to piggyback off of what you said, um, yeah, just encourage you guys that are listening that when you do feel the way that Lillian was describing, when you do feel tired and you do feel expanded or whatever it may be, no, and not, you might not feel worthy. Know that that's when God is actually the closest because yeah. that's what I know Noah brought a little bit of Eli was Elijah when he was running yep. and he was tired. He grew tired, but that's when God whispered in his ear yep. and to whisper in somebody's ear, you got to be close. Exactly. So it's like, Amen. what are you doing here? You know? And he just, you know, and just reminded him who he was. And then he send them back. So it's like, go back to your serving once you get your fill with God. When you get that personal connection yeah. again, go back to what you're doing and he'll do, he'll do the rest. And if you have to take a couple Sundays off, take a couple Sundays off. Do it. The, God's not going to let your time off thwart his plan to oh, build yeah. the kingdom or whatever. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. He wants to do it through you. <laughs> so get, like, get back in there, but take the time you need to be with him and, and, and get filled up. We can, yeah. You want? Sure, yeah. I, that's a good, a great idea. Lillian is asking if we can pray, but so we'll we'll do that. Um, do you want? Do, you guys want to do that right now? Just a quick prayer, like what we did earlier. Just can you, can you just introduce it then? What we're gonna be doing? Yeah, just talk about what we're gonna do real quick. Okay, I feel like um, it's important right now just to say a prayer um, for us because we're all kind of going through the same thing, and then also for anyone that's listening that's going through it too. So we're just going to say a quick prayer just for anyone that's listening. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Yeah, don't close your eyes. You can pray with your <laughs> eyes open. It's all right. <laughs> Melissa, are you going to lead us? Our prayer warrior is going to lead us. Yes. Amen. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Father God, first of all, we just want to thank you so much for allowing us to come together to talk about what it means yes, to Father. walk with you, to live a life with you, and to just try to honor you in what we do and how we do it, Father God. I want to thank you because um, you have this amazing way of bringing people together. And I know that whoever is listening to this message isn't listening out of mere coincidence, God. Um, I ask that you pour out your living spirit into the lives of everyone in this room and yeah. everyone everywhere listening yes. to this, Jesus, yeah. that you remind them that they are your children, that they are called, that they have a purpose, and that whenever they feel like they are running low on energy, that you are the source of that energy, yes. Jesus, that you are a God that redeems, that restores, that pours out living water, yes. and that you are going to equip them and keep enabling them to continue doing your active yes. work, yes. Father God. God, please let them know and remind them that it is more than okay to rest at your feet. That as a matter of fact, you long absolutely nothing more than to hold them yes. when they are crying, 
than to put than for them to put their head on your lap, oh, Jesus, and rest in who you are. Because just as you are powerful and mighty, and just as much authority as you may have, you are also a God of compassion, and you are also a God of grace, and you are also a God of rest. And you understand what it's like to be human. Remind them that they are not called to be perfect, but that they are called to allow you and be willing to let you work in their weakness. That you keep pouring out your spirit in their daily um, to day lives, whether it's at work, at school, if it's a single mom, father that is struggling in this in this moment to lead um, wherever you are calling them, whoever they may be, that you remind them that you are never out of energy that you never run out of light that you never run out of spirit father god and that we can always find something new in you as long as we're willing teach us the best way to communicate with you teach us how to pray teach us how to read the word speak to us let us listen father god in the name of jesus we pray Amen. 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 hey real quick let's keep going real quick because i'm just going to go right into this this prayer of salvation so if you guys are are you just listened to that and you felt something. I'm sure some of you did, but if you just felt that and you're like, man, I, I, there's something going on here that, that God wants to have that relationship with you. He wants to, to, to start to work in your life. So we're going to offer this prayer for salvation for anybody who is either coming to Christ for the first time or rededicating themselves. Like this is a moment for you to fully trust in God's plan and put your, put your life in his hands. So I'm going to say this and then everyone else can just repeat after me. So Dear Jesus, Jesus. thank you for my life. Thank you for my life. I believe in you. I believe in you. Put my trust in you. And choose to follow you. And choose to follow you. I believe you came. I believe you came. Died. And rose again for me. Today is my new beginning. Today is my new beginning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Y'all, that was funny story. Like when we were just like praying earlier before we started the podcast, I was like, man, we should like actually pray on the podcast. Like, <laughs> in a hello. That so, just goes to show y'all alignment. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, if you guys just made that decision for the first time, welcome to the family. You have made the best decision, the most important decision of your <laughs> life. Rough, rough, as Matt says. So, um, we are so glad you guys made that decision. And if you guys did, we want to hear from you. So let us know by sending us an email at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or... <laughs> Sorry, he said something that was funny. Oh, um, or hit us up in those DMs. DMs. <laughs> Tag us on those posts, on your stories, at Connection Podcast. We really appreciate when you guys do that. So, and again, all you guys, Matt, Lillian, Melissa, thank you guys for... This was good. This was needed. I feel like this is going to help a lot of people. So thank you guys for sitting in and joining us and... I'm telling you, dude, we're in a new season of this podcast where it's just going to be these open discussions and a lot more people. Lot, yep, now. yep. It's growing. I love it. Whoa. So, all right, guys, we hope you all have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out. Peace out.